Hello and welcome to the CrossFit Journal audio experience. I am Matt and today we will be reading Defining CrossFit Part 2 Intensity written by CrossFit.com in November of 2019. In Part 1, we explained defining characteristics of functional movements is their ability to move large loads long distances quickly. This definition represents three variables, force, distance, and time. These variables are used to calculate power, where average power equals force times distance over time. Force times distance is equal to work, so power is also equal to work divided by time. For CrossFit, power is exactly equal to intensity. In a manner similar to the term functional, the term intensity historically has been nubiously defined, often based on perceived efforts or correlates rather than objective and measurable assessment heart rate, VO2 max, sweating, vomiting, etc. can all be related to intensity, but they are not necessarily a measure of it. For example, your heart rate could be very high pre-workout due to nervousness, but this does not mean you're getting fit. Similar problems emerge in the consideration of VO2 max, the maximum amount of oxygen a person can utilize during exercise, which is a measure of potential, not outcome or actual work accomplished. CrossFit's measure of intensity is power. This is important because we now can establish measurable, observable, and repeatable data from our workouts by calculating intensity. Force is simply determined by weighing the load lifted, such as a barbell, sandbag, or medicine ball, or body weight of the athlete during unloaded movements. Distance is measured by how far the load is displaced vertically against gravity during the movement. Every repetition completed adds to the total distance of the workout. The total work completed in the workout is a product of the force and distance. The duration of effort or time acts as the denominator in the equation. Therefore, the faster the work is completed, the more intense the effort. Generally speaking, increasing the loads you lift will develop strength. Increase the repetitions you can complete to raise stamina and endurance. Strive to complete a predetermined amount of work faster than a previous effort to see the systematic increase across several capacities at once. By recording and improving these metrics, we will begin to develop an objective measurement of fitness based on quantifiable data, not speculation. This matters because intensity is an independent variable most commonly associated with maximizing the rate of return on favorable adaptation to exercise, i.e. training with high intensity will produce more of the results we seek more quickly. As important as intensity, it is even more important to understand the application of it. The level of intensity at which a person works needs to be appropriate relative to their physical and psychological tolerances. That is, the intensity at which someone should work is always and only relevant to that individual. As long as someone is working near the limits of their capacity, they will find the same increased benefits from the program whether they are an elite athlete or simply trying to maintain functional capacity for independent living. The important metric to track here is not the absolute output of the athlete, but rather their output today relative to what they were capable of last week, last month, or last year. If the relative intensity is rising over time across many different workouts, it follows that the athlete is becoming fitter. You have just listened to Defining CrossFit Part 2, Intensity. And as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you could take the time real quick to rate the uh, podcast or subscribe, that means so much to keeping it moving forward in the future. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, you could reach out anytime at, on YouTube or at Instagram at Matthew Souza to give suggestions on articles that you guys would like to hear in the future. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.